I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, uh, Dave, how's it going? Okay, uh, Victor. Do you want to tell anybody? Do you want to tell us? Why are you being belligerent? I just don't know. You know what? Why don't we just get the show started? Okay. Hey, guys, check us out. Uh, HTTP No, no Forward slash no, Forward slash Okay, alright Check us out at UnseemlyQuestions.com Everybody And check us out on iTunes Please Thank you for tuning in Six Unseemly Questions. I'm your host, Victor Bernardo. This is my sidekick, Dave Rosinski. You are that bad word. Well, Dave, uh, we have a great contestant on the show. His name is Nick Layton. Thanks for coming out to the show, Nick. Oh, this is a treat. Thank you. Hi. Wonderful to have you here. In our studio audience, we have Elizabeth Meggs. Hi. How's it going? Hi, Elizabeth. Great. And so I'm going to tell you, Nick, how the show works. And then after that, we'll get started with your questions. Okay. All right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you six unseemly questions. At the end of each question, I will ring a bell like this if I like your answer. And if I don't like your answer, I will not ring the bell. At the end of the show, uh, depending on whether or not I like your appearance on the show, I will give you $5. If I do like your appearance, you can win a whole $5. This is what it looks like. It's real money. Okay, it is real. All right. All right, so uh, are you ready for your first question? As I'll ever be. All right, uh, question number one. What's the most you've ever vomited? Oh, golly. I think if you knew the answer to that, you, it probably wasn't very much. Really? Right? If you could remember. You, right? You, well, I mean, I maybe. I mean, you must remember at some point that you vomited. Uh, I guess I'm asking what's the most you ever remember vomiting. Okay. That's did a he good vomit? If I was going to be. Did he vomit in front of you? He's acting like he, you've seen it. Is it no, I've not, seen, I've not seen Nick vomit. I think the most vivid recollection is when I was six years old and I eat too many cherries. <laughs> and I recall this because my parents on the fridge the next morning uh, drew a drawing that said, life is not a bowl full of cherries uh-huh. and a little stick figure of me and a bowl of cherries and a sad face. And oh, that, so was, that was their... Uh, your parents aroused you. Exactly. <laughs> so, about the cherries. So I, I think that's probably my most vivid. Other than that, just college, I think, was probably one long string. Oh, just long string sure. of vomiting. <laughs> yeah. you, you're a party guy in college? I mean, it, you know, there was always that Thursday night uh, at the West End whiskey sour. Did you eat a lot of cherries in college? No, I've not had a cherry since I was six. Yeah, it was just turned off the whole thing. You've been <laughs> off uh, of the cherries off since cherries. then. So you've been off the cherries, but you're still throwing up? Since you were six? I think it's been pretty light. Uh, then there was that blip in college. Like, if it's a graph. Mm-hmm. So we had, like, that blip when I was six. Then we was fairly smooth sailing. And then we get to college, and then we spike. So and you... then, as a post-college adult, been pretty smooth sailing. I'm going to say you get a bell on that question. Let me tell you why. Okay. Uh, because the cherries was a nice detail that I really enjoyed. Okay. I, I loved all the stuff about the boats and the sailing. <laughs> Before we go into your second question, why don't you tell people what you do? Uh, well, I think the thing I want you to know is I have a podcast of my own. Oh, you do? I do, and it's all about etiquette and manners. Oh. And being polite and being seemly. You seem to be very properly put together. Oh, thank you. Oh, this, I just kind of threw this on. 
Um, so yes, you can tune in my podcast. It's called Were You Raised by Wolves? Mm-hmm. And it's uh, to answer that question. And so you can be a better person. Um, we can at least make people think you're a better person. Do you, do you guys cover being polite to the elderly? Uh, actually, comes up quite often. Yes. Nice, nice. Yes. Do you feel elderly? Sometimes okay. when I'm around Victor. I, I feel that he's quite elderly in many ways. <laughs> okay. You're the one who's elderly in many ways. So everybody should be polite to each other. Except for us two. Because we're not going to be. All right, it's time for question number two. Okay. Okay, question number two. What is the most you've ever had to defend yourself? Uh, I've never been in a physical fight. Okay. I've a lot always, of people have not been, phys- been yeah. in physical fights. I've heard about that. Yeah, I prefer to... Not one time? Not one time. No, I prefer to um, devastate people with sort of being disappointed in them. So I like to... Uh, does that work? Warfare. <laughs> it does, yes. Did you so learn that from my parents? <laughs> Wait, you defended yourself by being disappointed, disappointed in yes. people? I'm not mad at you, Victor. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. Wait, that works? How can yeah. that work? <laughs> yeah, you'll never be mugged now. I, just, just say to the mugger. I'm really very disappointed. disappointed in you. <laughs> mugger? Yeah. Have you ever been in an altercation like that and mugged or anything? No, never? I haven't, no. But you, no, you're I'm ready very... to go, apparently. You know I'm exactly ready, yeah. what you're going to say. Uh, no, but I'm relatively small in stature, so staying and fighting is not a great idea. Right. I, I think flight is always my best option. Right. I understand that. I myself am actually kind of a small in stature person. Yeah. Although I've been in a lot of fights because <laughs> I have a big loud mouth. Okay, <laughs> so yeah. that's something to look into. All right, so I'm going to say no bell on that because that interesting answer was not as interesting as I hoped it would be. Oh, that's so strict. Well, you know, the it's my show. Rules, I just man. make up I'm the rules as I go along. Weigh in on this. Don't you have any say on yeah, the bell? Yeah, I have a lot of say, except he doesn't let me touch the bell. He puts it far <laughs> away from me. Watch what happens when I try to touch it. Listen, See? no, Dave, Look. stop it. Oh, it's a physical altercation. Hey, listen, yes, like you've never been in. You've obviously bringing up assaulted. a lot of trauma in Dave. All right, so uh, it's time for question number three. Okay. All right, question number three. When's the last time you made out with a woman? Uh, never. Never? Never. Not even an experimentation? No. Not no? even today? Uh, well, the day's not over. Nice, good answer. Oh, that, good answer. That is true. I mean, as I mean, I just know, like, a lot of people, when they're discovering their sexuality, they kind of, like, fiddle around. Yeah. But you never fiddled? No, no fiddling. All right. That's did, did did you recognize yourself when you were younger? Like, did you recognize like just what, just where you were as far as like your sexuality? I mean, I'm from San Francisco. Originally. <laughs> so, oh, so that so, solves everything. Yeah, that's a, that, that's everything. Yeah. No, I was a free range kid. Uh-huh. Uh, hippie parents. Mm-hmm. You know. Everything. Did you ever go on dates with women, even if there was no making out? Uh, like early high school, like we're going to the dance. The dance. Something like that. No, no, no. It was uh, pretty smooth sailing. Okay. And, yeah. and you also always knew you didn't play the fiddle? Uh, I, I, I always knew I was not a fiddler. No. I always prefer... Uh, Is that a euphemism, Dave? No, he said he, he didn't fiddle around. Oh, didn't fiddle sorry, around and play the fiddle. Sorry if my follow-up question is three minutes later. I have to actually, <laughs> I actually realize there's something that uh, separates people by uh, race. Like, if you are... This is this is actually a very different subject, but we're going to talk about this for just okay. one second. Uh, this separates people by race. Like most of my friends who grew up in uh, in very thick uh, black communities are, are there's one way there's one way of describing um, a sexual act that they don't get, and then people who grew up in a white community get it immediately. Okay. Um, 
I, I don't know because my wife uh, she doesn't get she didn't get this so when I when I said this to her she was like what is that and then she started asking all of her friends who were black they didn't get it either but then everybody who was white knew exactly what I was talking about uh, playing the skin flute <laughs> okay do you know what that is yeah, yeah but do you, have you interacted a lot with white people yes I have exactly <laughs> so what I'm saying is I've interacted a lot with white people I knew what it was my wife did not. So explain, no idea. explain to your audience who's We're playing, wondering. I, I don't, I, I don't know. It's called code switching. What? It's, well, usually it's called code switching. Playing code? the skin flute is called code switching? Yeah, if we're talking about the same thing. Like no, if, I don't think we are. If I go to, a, if I go to like a jiver interview, I'm not going to say, yo, what up? I'm not going to come in with that black energy. I'm coming with a, a proper, right. just so I can get that job energy. But what does that have to do with playing the skin flute? Because I'm changing. Oh, okay, never mind. We're talking about the same. Two have you ever heard things. of wearing a flesh watch? No. What? Wait, <laughs> wait. First of all, what do you think playing the skin flute is? I thought it was like changing like the way you you appear. <laughs> no, like, that is not what playing see, the skin the, flute is. Only, you're, you're, that is not what playing the skin flute is. Dave, do you know what playing the skin flute is? I was gonna say that I I'm not sure if you're 100 percent right about it, but since he doesn't know, and I do, it doesn't look good. What what is it? I don't know. It's it's a sexual act, right? Yes. And and honestly, it's it's no one really says that. It's kind of uh, well, I know, but it is a, like a, a lower a way of describing it. It's kind of like I, I don't know. I don't know. Adults who say it, probably kids would say that more. Or young. You don't. Girls. Are you gonna say what it is or not? It, it's like isn't it like a, a, a sexual <laughs> act? Know. Like, <laughs> like, a, like can it be like it's a hand? Like, like, a, like eating the eggplant or carving, you know. Choking on a banana. <laughs> <laughs> so right, it could be it's great, oral great, sex, right? Great, is it's oral. It's 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 okay. oral sex. All yes, right, playing right. skin flute is oral sex. And you, what did you just say? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Have you heard that term before, Nick? Yes, I, as a white person, we all talk about it all the time. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Good point. Give him the bow. Mm -hmm. Well, I I don't even remember the question. Oh, the real the original question was: uh, <laughs> uh, Has he ever? kissed a woman and the answer oh. was no but the wow, the was, conversation was great was so about okay all right it's time for question number four what's the most illegal thing you did in north korea oh gosh uh i think probably the most well according to their laws uh-huh i guess yeah that's what i that's what <laughs> right. i mean yeah what is the most illegal thing you did in uh, north korea so i took a bottle opener from the hotel room which accidentally fell into my luggage somehow okay um and then i may or may not have some of their currency Whoa! I, may may I mean, that's occur. like something if they found out while you were there, yeah. you'd be like in well, real trouble. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, in yeah. the hierarchy yeah. of things that get yeah. you in trouble in North Korea, it's on the lower but end. But now that, now that you admit it, you're not worried they're going to come here and get you? I am pretty sure they have bigger things to worry about. I feel like the whole I'm, world is preoccupied right now. Yo, if I was Kim, I'd get my <laughs> bottle opener back, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But is that, you're an etiquette specialist, though. I'm shocked. Yeah, uh, theft is as far as etiquette goes is pretty low on the list, right? Well, but I also like a good gift bag, and uh -huh. they were not providing them, uh, oh, so sometimes you have to make your own gift bag. Oh, I, I I get it. So you so you knew that you were stealing the money. You didn't accidentally take it. No, I did, I did. I actually did not steal it. I exchanged it with a North Korean person at the right. hotel okay. at the money exchange, and she mm -hmm. was willing to do this transaction. But then you took the money out of North Korea, which you weren't supposed to do. Well, you're not supposed to have it. Oh. You're so not supposed to you're have just it. not supposed to have it. Oh, you're not supposed to have it at all. No, no oh, you're just you, supposed to use euros. 
So you guys did an illicit exchange. There, there was a money exchange which probably should not have taken place. So ah. they use euros? They use euros. Yeah, they're not going to use dollars. Do they what? take PayPal? They do not take PayPal, and your phone doesn't work. Like, your cell phone doesn't work when you're there. Was your exchange putting that person at risk? Uh, I Probably. mean, I guess they shouldn't have euros either. Mm -hmm. But uh, They wanted them. But they wanted them, and so I wanted the... It was a mutually beneficial exchange. Did you try to make out with that lady? I did not. That would have probably been a bigger problem. Okay. That would have been a, a bigger crime, I'm sure. Uh, really? You can't kiss? Uh, a American uh, oh. devil? Oh, God, no. Can you dance like in that Kevin Bacon movie when no one's allowed to? Uh, there's <laughs> dancing, yeah. I mean, one of the weird stories, North Korea is like bonkers in general, but there's one day they took us on a little like hike through a park and then there was all these people picnicking and like dancing and people don't just randomly picnic in North Korea. That was set up for our benefit. Oh, right, like uh, in that movie. So then they encouraged us to dance with the North Koreans and be like, oh, everything's fine. I'm gonna say, Bell. I'll I tell you the why. Song. There's a lot of intrigue. Yeah, that was intrigue. It's very spy-like. Yeah, spy I like. What it. was the song like? They made you let dance. Was it like ding dong, the ding ding dong, or something? Uh, yes. Yeah, we can get Shazam <laughs> on that. Yeah. What is what is that, Dave? Just the song what that, was that I'm imagining actors pretending to have a good time dancing to. It, it was North Korean folk music. And, okay. and but what what kind of music do they listen to there generally? North Korean folk music. <laughs> They're not allowed to listen to like K-pop. They're not even aware that that what about exists. Military yeah. marches. Military march yeah. is also great. Classic. Love okay. that. Yeah, that's wow. a favorite. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's all there's there's no uh, Lady Gaga in North Korea. It is time for question number five. Okay. Question number five: Is there a god? Uh, who can say? You can right now. Who can say? You can say what you, you can make a choice. Uh, so I grew up in You don't have to though, what I'm saying. Well, you don't I, have to, I grew up can. in a Buddhist household. Okay. So that was the tradition I grew up in. Mm -hmm. uh, sort of a Zen, Buddhist, slightly Confucianist household. I grew up in the woods. Okay. And I was raised by wolves. Okay. Well, I have a podcast for you. Did, so growing up in a Buddhist household, I yeah. didn't grow up in a Buddhist household. My, most of my household was Baptist. Okay. Me too. I grew up with a Baptist. So for you, mm. there is a God. Well, I mean, I have a lot of different views. I mean, okay. I, will, I will say this. I will say this. I, I, believe in, I believe in spirituality. I believe, there, I believe that the universe is connected. Mm. I, I can't really say, because I, I don't know what it is, because I, I don't understand it completely. But I also have been to, to churches a lot and have become disenchanted with that. <laughs> okay. Completely. Right, well, maybe Buddhism is a good path for you. Maybe. Who yeah. knows? But uh, yeah. Yeah. so, so for... are you? Do you continue to be Buddhist? Well, are you ever not? Do you Buddhist? have a booty? Do <laughs> those two words sound like? Are you ever not Buddhist? You know. Oh, you messed them right. up. You That's got them good, answer, right? Yeah. Also, what is Buddhism? Is yeah. there Buddhism? Is this, yeah. is this reality? Does any of this exist? Is this I don't know enough about Buddhism for this to land with me. <laughs> Am I still sleeping? So, and there's different levels of Buddhism and, mm -hmm. and how esoteric we want to get. What about okay. level 14? Level 14? Uh, yeah, this is all, you're a manifestation. Uh, you do not exist. There is no beginning, no end. Mm -hmm. Oh, level there is 14 no is good. Yeah, so we can all get there together. I'm not going to ring the bell on this one. Why? Why? Because Why? didn't I ring it already? No. Right? Hasn't it already been rung? Yes. Oh, well, you know? If, if no one's around, does it make a sound? <laughs> no one's around, does it make a sound? That and was... also, am I allowed to ring the bell? No, Dave, you're not allowed to ring the bell. No. As Elizabeth, you're also not allowed to ring the bell. Uh, it is time for question number six. Four. Oh, dear. Oh, six. Question number six. What's something, what is something that most people do wrong? 
Oh God, where, where do we start? I don't know. I mean, an etiquette specialist should have an answer to this. I think in general, most people are not aware of their surroundings. Mm -hmm. And most etiquette problems come down to this. Yes. So just being unaware of people around you, being unaware that you're at the front of the deli line and you have not decided what you want to order. Oh. You are not aware of the armrest on the airplane. You're not aware that somebody is already on the subway trying to get off the car. Like, mm -hmm. if we just were more aware. I don't like that last one. Now, here's a question for you based on what you just said. Okay. Did that all come from maybe because you're a person of small stature, so you've constantly been overlooked and everybody's hulkish to you? No. Tall people like to have a view middle armrest. Mm -hmm. Tall people also have to get on and off subways. Right. Yeah. No, this, is, this transcends size. This transcends gender. This transcends... So this is not you being like, ah, how dare you? You cut me off. No, I think just being aware of other people is the mm -hmm. foundation like, of etiquette. That's my armrest on the Being too aware and just super neurotic to everyone and like in their face. Elizabeth is talking about herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we always want to find, we want to find a nice balance. Yes. yes. But also if you are too aware and you're in people's spaces, now you are also not being sensitive to their space okay. either. So I'm going to say a form of unawareness. Right. definitively... Yes, okay. I actually agree with you on um, everything you just said. Finally. But now it is time to decide whether or not you get five whole dollars for appearing on the show. But before we do that, why don't you tell people again where they can find you on the internet? Please go and check out wereyourraisedbywolves.com and on Instagram. I make them all myself. They're adorable. Your Instagram is great. Oh, thank I you. really like it. Oh, great. Yeah. And I, I love that you uh, did the, the grid pattern. Too. Yeah, we did a little checkerboard. It's good to be aesthetically pleasing. It is. I need As to. As we teach etiquette. I need to figure that out. So, Were You Raised by own. Wolves, uh, get it where you get your podcasts. We certainly will. Were you, raised, were, you, were you Raised by Wolves is a great podcast. Check it out over and over again. So, Dave, what do you think? Should Nick get $5? Um, well, I just feel like I'm going to guess. <laughs> what you are thinking Victor oh, okay and I'm gonna try to say the opposite of it so I'm gonna say yes <laughs> you think Victor is not gonna give me five dollars yes that that's is his that's his that is my guess right now that's his guess so far and how about in on the uh, couch there what do you guys think should Nick get five dollars for his appearance on the show I think it would be the polite thing Oh, you're, maybe you maybe there. it would be. I think you should. I mean, very interesting. Oh, he is. He's a very interesting person. What do you think back there, Rachel? Um, I think that people are very unaware of their surroundings, and I'm also very short and get overlooked and neurotic about it. So, yes. Well, it seems to be unanimous that you should get $5. And you know what? For the first time ever, why should I fight that? Here you go. <laughs> wow. Five whole dollars. I promise to send you a thank you note. Oh, well, thank you for being on my show. You did a great job. Thank you, Victor. All right. Thank you. So, Dave, what did you learn from this week's show? So much. Yeah? I have so much awareness right now. I can't take it. And, um, internet. All right. So that went nowhere. But I will say this. Please look us up at 6 Unseemly on all social media and unseemlyquestions.com. Rate us and review us on iTunes. Thanks, everybody.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.